Welcome back, everybody, or welcome if you're a first-time listener. This is Prefer Not to Say, James and Greg, back once again for another episode. Here to talk about the struggle. The struggle, yes, the, the struggle. struggle. <laughs> talk about the worker struggle, because uh, these corporations are waging war on us small people, like in hardcore ways now. Like, even worse than they already were. I feel like every day is just a little bit darker. <laughs> yeah. Well, what really got me wanting to do this episode was, uh, among several articles we're going to discuss, the one that really kind of kind of rubbed me the wrong way was, uh, um, Ford is going to be responding to quiet quitting, quote-unquote, in a big way. And apparently, they're going to be implementing a new system for under performing employees and what it is is they're basically saying if you're underperforming which is weird to align with quiet quitting because quiet quitting literally just means doing your job as described and nothing more Mm -hmm. or nothing less uh so these they're going to either you get two options you can either quit and take your severance or you get put on a performance plan and if you don't meet that performance plan standard you get fired without your severance I think on the surface, when somebody put this put forth this idea, they were like, "Oh yeah, this makes sense." You know, they're underperforming. But like the quiet quitting thing was just people hitting the uh, the the quota and not going above and beyond. That was the whole deal. You know, I, I thought the idea behind it was giving them exactly what they're paying for, which is just you know X Y Z services, no extras. So this underperforming thing feels like they're it. It, it, it almost sounds like. They're retaliating uh, against the uh, quiet quitting concept, but they're like punching the guy to their left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, who's this meant to hurt? I can understand if you have people who are underperforming, you want them to do better. But to say, hey, you could just quit and take your severance, or, you know, if you don't meet our standard eventually, we'll just cut you off and you won't get your severance. Man, can't wait for Bezos to implement this shit. It's about to be wild in them warehouses. I mean, they already have unrealistic metrics in those warehouses. Mm-hmm. Amazon has 150% turnover every year. Wow. You got to think at some point they're going to run out of people. There's been talk about that. Like, if the turnover is so high, you know, they're going to go through the entire workforce and then it's going to be like, all right, nobody can work for Amazon anymore. Yeah. It's just wild. But this whole thing, the whole quiet quitting thing is stupid in general. But just the ways they're trying to implement, like, bro, that's only going to hurt you eventually. Mm-hmm. Like, eventually, you're not going to have people to work. And the fact that everyone wants to constantly expand and create jobs, it's like, there's going to be no one to work. For real. I don't know. Every every larger company always has this like concept of, it's like, it's the infinite growth thing, but it's like, Oh, we're gonna grow and expand and into new markets and like new markets where like who else is buying the stuff that you're making you know or like who doesn't already use amazon how are you going to get more money from the people who already use amazon like they don't have more money to give to you well right and then like in all actuality like how much profit does amazon really make that isn't constantly being like cycled in and out of itself Honestly. Yeah, just just this idea that, you know, people are just, you know, there's just a tally on the board. 
Oh, oh, here, here's here's a fun thing I found out. Apparently, because you know, if you're um, if if you're if you if you're aware, if you're online, which most people are, uh, Elon Musk now owns Twitter. Yeah, and apparently, someone made this post saying that because you know they they fired a bunch of people, right? Or they're going to mm-hmm. fire. I don't remember if they actually if it's gone through yet. Uh, but they said that uh, he he decided to stack rank coders and fire people who wrote the least amount of code. And everyone's like, oh, you know, the most efficient code is like not lines upon lines upon lines, right? Like you, you you're getting rid of your efficient workers. This dude's silly. This man's tripping. But I mean, this is what, this is what you get when you have somebody who like literally never earned any of his uh, success. He's also trying to charge eight dollars a month for the blue check. <laughs> See, <clears throat> what was what was the uh, what was the idea or what was the uh, the method of acquiring a blue check prior to this? Was it just that you were famous? Uh, not necessarily famous. If you were notable in a certain w- capacity, mm-hmm. like it, it, yeah, it's it's not strictly famous because it's like I'm friends with like you know. There's a few people that I've come across, like other artists and stuff, who have who have who are verified because they're notable in a certain capacity. They're not like mm-hmm. super famous or anything. But I mean, it really came about. It wasn't just like it, it was mainly. When it when it came out, especially for famous people, it was so other people can't pose as you. Mm, okay. So they can't create can't create accounts being you. So if you're verified, you know, hey, this is the verified account of this person. But if people can just pay for these check marks now, yeah, can they just make another profile with your your face on it and then just pay for the like? Doesn't that defeat the whole purpose? I must be missing something here. Yeah. Well, he's also trying to figure out a bunch of ways to monetize Twitter more. But, uh, oh, no, uh, it's funny because uh, someone actually did it recently, and what they did was they bought a blue check, changed their <laughs> changed their name to Toby Maguire, and put up a little image with a four and, like, kind of like Spider-Man design. Uh-huh. And everybody thought Spider-Man 4 was happening, and he just trolled everybody. That's funny as hell. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're seeing, the, we already saw the effects of what happens when you can just buy verification. Damn, that's crazy. But I don't understand. Why is everybody just trying to fire people? Apparently, some people are also saying that um, he's firing people before they get a like a stock payout. Mm-hmm. That was going to be like really expensive because because you know how rich people are that's when they when they ruthless. you know at the head of companies like man we don't want to pay you all this money or or assets we're just going to get rid of you. Oh, so apparently. <laughs> Oh, what was it? Like when Elon Musk <laughs> acquired Twitter, um, there was this massive infl- influx of people saying the N word. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm like, why? Because everybody's like, oh, I can say whatever I want now. And it oh, says uh, increases of the n instances of the n word on Twitter increased by almost five hundred percent in a twelve hour period. That's insane. I was like, "Yo, <laughs> you that's that's what you did. <laughs> you didn't have to. 
it's like it, it always reminds me of that uh funny meme uh it's like when gamers get mad and it has a video clip of um a goku holding gohan back during the tournament when he was a saiyan man because he didn't want to mm-hmm. reveal that he was that he's the super saiyan mm-hmm. or the golden fighter he's like you don't have to do this and he's struggling and it's like yeah that's what <laughs> certain individuals in the n-word that's that for them they really want to say it so badly dude for real but 500 percent man i can't believe it i don't <sighs> Why is there all this drama over Twitter? Like, fuck it, it's Twitter. Like, who cares? Just move to a different platform. Elon's buying Twitter, peace. Like, <laughs> it's not that big I don't know. We'll, deal. We'll see what happens. <clears throat> I don't know. See, this is why I'm off social media. I don't have to deal with shit like this. I love social media for this. <laughs> just just to watch society collapse over dumb shit. Well, it's you. it's... You get to see it in real time, and it's by normal people. It's not by like major media corporations filtering things. You you just get everything in real time. So, anyways, onto another garbage company. So, uh, I saw something not too long ago where um, Equifax, and if you're an adult, you know what Equifax is. Mm-hmm. You know, good old credit bureau. Um, so what they did was. They surveilled a thousand of their remote workers and fired twenty four of them for having two jobs. Oh, yep, yeah, this is the one I was talking about. This is the one I heard about. This. <laughs> this one blew my fucking mind when I heard it for the first time. <laughs> You're terminating people because they're out here grinding. Wow. But the the worst part about it was they used this uh, platform called the Work Number, mm-hmm. and it was going through the work histories and like payment histories like that's shady As like hell. you're using people's information against them and you, but you're firing people for having more than one job what if they needed both jobs yeah for real i think they i think part of it though was i think it was a um i think it was okay yeah it was remote workers so i can understand like i've seen post people who are like i've got three at home jobs but and I don't see the problem with that, right? Like, you know, if you, if I had like three at home jobs, I'd just do all three of them at the same time. Oh yeah, I've seen someone post like, yeah, I've got I've got three at home jobs, and they just got like computer monitors everywhere, just everything mm-hmm. all organized. But the fact that you felt the need to weed out people who have more than one job, dude, for real, like worst case scenario, like. I don't know. Have if I if I realized that I had you know employees that had more than one job, I think I'd have a conversation with them. Be like, why do you feel like you need to have more than one job? You know, they'd be like, oh well, I don't make enough money. This, that, and the other thing. But like, okay, well, you're clearly competent enough to balance two workloads so well that I didn't notice. You know, because it's not like their pro- productivity dipped dramatically or anything like that out of nowhere. Um. So I'd be like, okay, well, how about I just pay you more for you to devote yourself to this company and I get all the extra value of that work ethic, you know? What's mind-blowing is I've I've seen a couple instances of this where I can't remember it because I don't remember what the post was. But someone, um, they were working at a place and someone saw their car and they asked, how could you afford that? Like, you're admitting you don't pay somebody enough to afford something you think they shouldn't be able to afford. Yeah, it'd be like that. Wait a minute. Your life's not in shambles? How? I don't pay you enough for this. 
Oh, there was a great post on Reddit. It was in the Am I the Asshole section, and I hope it's real. And, and the way the story is, it doesn't seem too far-fetched, but um, I forgot what this person does, but I don't know if it was their brother or cousin would just constantly clown on them for what you know what their job was, and they... Uh, you know, because I don't know. I think they were like college, they had like a degree or some in some like fancy job or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what she did was she decided to buy a Tesla to the exact specs of the Tesla that he wanted, just to be like, "Yeah, keep talking shit. I can afford what you can't." That's funny. And then um, her family like turned on her and said that she was being a jerk, even though you know tolerating essentially what's abuse. From another person. I don't know, man. That's the one thing I like. I don't agree with like most of the shit that Andrew Tate be saying, but when he hit people with that, well, where's your Bugatti? I was like, well, I mean, he's speaking the truth. Like, can't really be out here like, your job sucks. <laughs> you're ass, but you're succeeding. I, Andrew Tate. <laughs> I, I think the problem with him is he's influencing the wrong people. Yeah. Like it's just it's just the whole thing where it's like certain people just you, you can't look at them as as like an influence or your hero. Yeah, but but the whole thing was it was like you know somebody's like constantly bashing on you for you whatever your job is, and then you're like, all right, fine, let me show you what I can really do with this money, for real. and then get mad about it. It's like, hey, you know, talk shit, get wrecked, get hit right in the wallet. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. But still, I just think it's crazy. You, you felt the need to go through your workers' personal information to find out if they had more than one job. The fact that you were like, we need to check to see if people are working more than one job. Doesn't that like violate some uh, workers' rights law? I don't know. I feel like what they did should have been criminal. It definitely opens up the conversation on like what uses of certain platforms to like sift through information because mm-hmm. that's like you're you're looking up job histories and like you know bank statements and stuff like that like pay histories i mean like when you join a a, a company like some some of them have you sound like ndas and all this that and like non-compete clauses and all these things why isn't there like a um what's the word i'm looking for here why isn't there like a, a confidentiality agreement between the employer and the employee you know, like they can't um, inquire into the specifics of your personal life or, or the, like your life outside of that workplace in general. You know, so the thing about that is it depends on what's written into their, you know, agreements, because when I worked for the hospital and I worked for a contracted company in their policy, they pretty much had language in there that said, we're your priority job, regardless of what else you do. Mm hmm. And so that whatever we need takes priority. And, you know, I remember I ended up getting like a seasonal job. And the only thing that came about it is like it, I, I didn't get in trouble for anything like on a company level. But I do remember vaguely that I was trying to express to my manager at the time, like, hey, I'm trying to earn some extra money. I need more because, you know, I hadn't gotten a raise for the promotion I had gotten yet. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, hey, can I do this schedule? Like, I had it all worked out. Like, I could do this, that, and the other. And then it just got ignored. <laughs> and I got scheduled accordingly. And I accepted it. And there was one time I actually ended up, I left at the time I said I was going to be leaving. 
or I or was working these shifts, and then um, I ended up having to sign something uh, because I had left. And then it was basically saying, "It's like, yeah, you can't, you can't go home early." And I just wanted to be like, "Look, you know what I'm leaving for. You didn't work with me, but I just signed it and just did away with it because I was like, you know what, I'm not playing that game." Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the re- reality of the situation with the uh, the, uh, the, Equi- the Equifax issues. You know, people getting terminated for having two jobs. I mean, I'm sure. I'm not sure, but like, it's it's very likely that you know they had somewhere in their in their contracts language saying that like if you work somewhere else that we're gonna axe your ass you know they they, they probably mean, had be. an agreement similar to that in all likelihood but until that information comes out i can't say anything other than damn this feels wrong give them a reason not to need another job yeah for real i don't know i saw it as like okay well these these people are you know doing what they can to better the situation they're getting two jobs or maybe three or they're you know looking for additional revenue like they're following the air quotes sage advice of the wealthy people and trying to make money while they make money you know and and then they just get fucking axed for it it's like stop it stop trying to become wealthy because then you won't be dependent on my uh on my (laughs) my wages (laughs) uh or the stories i hear of people telling managers like basically telling employees don't make it don't make it seem like you struggle or I don't pay you enough. <laughs> I've seen so many posts about that where they're like, hey, uh, keep quiet about certain things. We don't want to make it seem like we don't pay you enough. And it's like, well, you don't. <laughs> I. <laughs> oh, man, this is why I'm like so, so, so glad that I have like the infinite self-confidence for this shit. But like if I were to work at a company and they're like, well, we don't want you to give like customers the 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 opinion or the idea that we don't pay you enough to like to live right and i'd come in in like my raggedy ass clothes with holes in them <laughs> non-stop because <laughs> we're like wait a minute what's wrong with your shirt it's like oh i can't afford a better one <laughs> that's that's the way to do it i remember one of the funniest things this is kind of deviating but uh, there was somebody talking about how um, they leave at a specific time to get to work on time. Mm-hmm. And if something happens and they're late, they just, they're like, whatever about it, or, or the worker is. And then someone was like, well, why don't you leave earlier? And he was like, I don't want to. And the dude just could not believe that he said those words. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, you don't get paid for the commute. That's funny. It's like, it's like that's just, that's just, that's just time that they're not getting paid. So don't worry about it. I fucking love when employees say, would employees just simply say shit like no? And every time I hear one of these stories and their boss is just like dumbfounded, they're like, wait a minute. Can he do that? Is that legal? (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to need you to uh, come in on uh, on your day off and uh, put in some extra work. That'd be great. And then he's like, no. It's like, wait a minute. (laughs) Just the one, the one without the excuse, like no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> it's it's not no, I'm gonna be busy. It's not no, I have other things to do. It's not no, I'm already scheduled for whatever. It's just no. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, on that note, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you. 
And we're back. Sorry, I was loading. <laughs> In case you didn't know, when Greg is loading, he he has the classic load screen with tips on how to play the game better. <laughs> this load screen's tip: just be born wealthy. <laughs> the second half of this episode is to get into something that I'm finding very concerning in regards to how governments are handling certain things in regards to workers. And the first article I'm going to talk about is, so apparently there is a strike with school support staff in Canada. And apparently a bill was introduced to fine workers $4,000 for each day they strike. Oh yeah, I heard about this. <clears throat> the union striking could end up costing like hundreds of millions of dollars or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is for schools. So I'm just like, like this is school staff. So I'm just thinking like, okay, like I, I don't know the nuances of education in Canada, but just the fact that they're like, oh, you want to strike? We're going to charge you for it or try to. That sends a, that sets a bad precedent moving forward. Yeah, that sets a... Um Oh, what's the word I'm looking for here? A uh, bloody revolution precedent. <laughs> no, um, God damn, $4,000 a day? Yeah. That's insane. That's like a good chunk of their overall salaries. I'd be like, good luck getting it. <laughs> it's like, I don't have like a stockpile that you could draw from. Haha, <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> well... The funny thing about this one is apparently in the U.S., SCOTUS apparently made a decision that we haven't heard yet mm-hmm. on whether or not companies will be able to sue unions on a state level for loss of profit during strikes. That's it. We're going back to the fucking White House. Somebody's going to get shot <laughs> for doing all this over again. It just makes you think of that. What was it? The... um the medical staff that tried uh, going to a new uh, job and then their current employer had a judge put a pause on that because it would leave them short-staffed. I just quit. Like, you're going to be short-staffed no matter what you do. Now you're just going to be short-staffed and angry. I'm just thinking, like, okay, all right. Like, I think I've, I think I've made a joke about this before, but it's like, it's getting to that dystopian thing where it's like forced servitude is going to be a thing. Like, it's going to be illegal not to work. Having a judge block someone's new career. Wow. Um, I think that these companies that are, like, putting themselves in situations where they're like, oh, no, now I'm short-staffed and I have to use my crony friend to prevent my employees from working somewhere else. I think they're aiming all of their hostility at the wrong person. You know, it's like, yeah person's going to leave your employee to go work for someone else. Why aren't you mad at that other company and not the employee? Like they're just trying to, you know, survive out here. And the whole union thing, I don't know. It's just, they don't want people realizing the power that they have in numbers. Like if every worker in America just decided to give unilateral control to like one person who, uh, had like the workers, uh, best interests in mind and they could just make just sweeping decisions. Like, all right, nobody's working today, period. Until conditions improve. Like, that's a terrifying amount of power. 
Yeah, or or the instances where companies try to be like, oh, we're just going to replace everybody, like uh, Kellogg. Mm-hmm. We're just going to fire all of you and replace you. It's like, uh, and we saw how that turned out. <laughs> or what was it? The or was it the railroad strike that happened? And I think I don't remember if there was like layoffs or I think it was like. I think Warren Buffett was just like, we're just going to start shutting down things. And it's like, man, there are people who just have this iron grip on society. Like, hey, don't get out of line or we'll just wreck it for everybody. Uh, We'll ruin it for everybody. And then you'll have a bunch of angry people with torches pulling you out of your house in the middle of the night and killing you in the street. Like, bruh. I think you said... uh, I remember you posted this before, but it said it's uh, in regards to like, you know, the corporate overlords and just the people who are the lead in society. It's like, you don't get to steer the boat to shore and then die before it crashes or something like that. Um, fuck, this is something I posted? Yeah. Wow. Okay, hold on. This is years yeah, ago. Yeah, it was, um, it was very, uh, <laughs> very philosophical. <laughs> Um, it was probably along the lines of you don't get to, you don't get to steer the ship, like you steer the ship towards the rocks and then abandon ship before it crashes or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, it was something like that. I, I think it was like in regards to the, like the older generations, like you don't get to die before it all just like goes downhill. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so funny though, because they don't... <laughs> They're realizing they don't have as much power as they used to. I don't think it's so much that. I think it's just that they're really realizing that some of the uh, the masses are realizing that they have power and they just are. See, this is why I'm like, we need more unions. Maybe not traditional unions where you got to pay dues and shit, but why not like your entire workforce, like the people that would be in the union, just meeting up somewhere and being like, all right, here's the, here's the plan. This is what we're going to do. And uh, these are the conditions that need to be met. And like, all right, let's go back and let's enact this. Like <laughs> every workplace just needs like a really big team huddle <laughs> and take that place over. Uh, I don't know. There's too many brainwashed bootlickers to really organize, though. Mm-hmm. The people mad at the other workers and not mad at the people above us. It's like it's it's so wild. People who are just so defensive of these of these rich people, like dude. <laughs> They're the ones making your lives harder. Bro, we can't be mad at them because one day I might be one of them, maybe, if my bootstraps work hard enough. There, There's a great clip from Futurama where Fry is like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> where he's like agreeing with somebody. Lilo's like, what are you doing? He's like, ah, oh, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be like them one day. And then, uh, and then people I better like watch me out. better watch their stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time that I hear someone defending, like, a, a CEO or whatever, like, a, a, a business owner, but, you know, the wealthy, the wealthy elite, I, I just see that clip in my mind. I'm like, holy shit, you're fried. <laughs> <laughs> well, it doesn't help that life has just become one big cartoon anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, in real life, just things are just so surreal. You can't believe it. A bunch of people are like, this is why the aliens just pass over us. That's why I don't visit. They're probably watching us on TV right now. Mm-hmm. It's a reality show. South Park did that. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just so funny how you know, and it's like they they try to wage war. 
have us wage war against each other. It's like the whole rhetoric is like, oh, you think a burger flipper should be able to afford this, that, and the other? I was like, yes, everybody should. You should also get paid more, too. It's like, oh, you think a burger flipper should make as much as a as an EMT? No, that's not what I'm saying. the The other guy needs the raise too. That's the thing that they they don't understand. You know, all they hear is uh, inc- increase the wage for like whatever menial task, and it's like my 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 simple reply every single time somebody brings that up. It's like, oh, burger flippers shouldn't make this much money. I'm like, do you eat burgers? Yeah, well, then you are part of society dictating that that job exists. That means that a human being has to perform that task because society deems it necessary. That means that that person should be able to exist in society. (laughs) So they should be paid enough to have a decent life. Like, what the fuck? How is it so hard to to grasp? Like, people still want the the wealth disparity. Right, they're like, oh well, you think burger flipper should make as much as this person? It's like, no, you can have a wealth disparity. You can make a bit more. There's nothing wrong with a bit extra. The problem is the people at the top making so much extra that it's it's completely invalidating any like growth potential for anybody else. It's like, sure, you know, you could like work at a company, make a good amount of money, but there's this dude out here who could spend a fraction of his fucking hoarded uh, treasure and crush you and everyone like you for no reason other than, you know what? I don't want to deal with like, Oh, I'm going to be short staffed. So I'm going to have my crony friends eliminate your future. Yeah. Also, and also a lot of them aren't just burger flippers. A lot of those jobs entail a lot more than just flipping a burger. Dude, for real. There's a lot of tasks in those environments. Like, I I mean, we could change the narrative of the, the whole burger flipping rhetoric and just pick literally anything else. You know, it's like farmers, man. I I grew up on a farm for a good portion of my youth, and I know, like, how little they get paid. It's like, holy fuck, dude. But, like, everybody on the planet eats. So, so like, how are we going to undervalue that critical resource? Also, maintaining farms is no joke. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, uh, or or if or if you have livestock, mm-hmm. like I I I recently got a job at a tractor supply company, right? And it is just wild how much stuff, just like all the feed we sell, mm-hmm. is insane for livestock. Like I I never, it it wouldn't didn't really get put in perspective until I realized like because all you know the majority of our customer base like has farm animals, mm-hmm. like. I'm like an entire pallet could be depleted of one type of feed that I have to replenish. And it's like dozens of bags. And I was just like, man, and and just all the different types of stuff there is. I was like, man, like much respect to farmers Mm -hmm. or the whole, uh, yeah, or, or we can go back to the skilled labor thing we discussed before, you know, where people are like, oh, we'll just get a skill and get a better job. And I just think all the people who say that don't actually have skilled labor jobs. no, like anytime I come across them, it's like, is your job skilled? It's like, what? Because <laughs> there's people sitting in an office making more than the skilled labor, and that usually requires no skill. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with the whole concept of, you know, oh, we'll just get a, a skilled labor job. Every job is a skilled labor job. It requires a particular skill. Like, there's a reason that there are people that are good at it, and people are that are bad at it. You know. 
or when people uh, get the better jobs and you're like, no one wants to work anymore. Yeah, because you told everybody to get a better job. Right. You tell everyone to go and you know pick up a trade, and then there's there's no grunt workforce anymore. So like, we still need those jobs done. Are we saying that those jobs should just be done by a subsect of people that were like, you don't deserve to exist, but you ex- you deserve to do the shitty labor that I don't want to do? I saw somebody once. Um who because i because i I'll see a lot of creators who like you know they'll do a bunch of spreadsheets on like just overall economics and cost of living over the years and there was someone who figured out that there was some point in the 80 i don't know if it was the 80s that minimum wage job like a full-time minimum wage job could pay to live on your own by yourself <clears throat> can't do that now oh definitely not oh my favorite though is when anybody wants to you know bring up sex workers or like make comments on like anybody talking about it, and they're like oh life on easy mode like yeah. Why don't we want... What's wrong with easy? Dude, why do if people I, want hard lives? This is this is why I couldn't be a woman. I'd go straight to porn. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'd go, I don't give a shit. Like, this isn't me trying to bag on them and be like, oh, your job's not hard. I'm sure there's stressful shit about it. But I mean, like, if I could, if I could do something as, like, as simple as fucking for money, I absolutely would. Well, also, I, I think people need to understand content creation isn't just as easy as that. Like a no, lot of people well, I'm realize, not talking, I'm not talking so about the technical people. aspects behind it, but I mean like the the physical labor. Oh well, yeah, that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that, well, I remember I've seen something about. where they were like, because uh, there was an article where uh, a teacher quit to do OnlyFans and made a million dollars in her first year or something like that, mm-hmm. and someone was like, "This is so sad." Like that that the teacher should the teaching job should be the one paying that the this job should be the one paying the least, and I'm just like. You don't understand business very well, do you? Because when you do things like contagration, there's a customer base willingly giving you money. Mm-hmm. That's completely different. It's like when people compare the military to like athletes and actors, it's like the military doesn't make revenue. You can't compare these two. Uh, it, it, there isn't a moral thing when you get down to one has customers, the other doesn't. Uh, you mean to tell me that the military doesn't have a profit when we seize resources from other nations? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that was a whole other thing. But as far as like revenue, and it's also, it's like, yeah, how much money can you really? Oh, it's just everything sucks. So everybody's getting mad at the wrong people. But I think that's about where you can cut this episode off. Yeah, in short, uh, everybody's trying to be shady and like really uh, sidestep on the workers. I just can't believe Equifax, though, dude. Like, <laughs> you tap people's personal info, like sensitive information. That's just, man, all because people wanted a little bit of extra money. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I couldn't That's imagine I being fired for having more than one job. Hey, you're working too hard. Stop that. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's the show for today. You know where to find us if you're a regular listener, but if you're not, you can go uh, check us out on all our socials, which I never update these days, especially now that I'm super busy all the time. But uh, at PNTS Pod is our handle, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you'd like to follow stuff I'm doing on my own, which I do music under the alias Boutique Paul, all my socials are at BTQ Paul. Or if you'd like to listen to my other show the k-cut which is a film podcast which this thursday we are recording our 100th episode which is kind of crazy i mean we've done more than 100 but as far as like main continuity we're mm-hmm. calling it and uh we're actually a couple i think a few episodes away from our 100th episode too 
The cavers, main continuities, the cavers. The cavers, the cavers. <laughs> and our, our 100th episode's coming up soon, which is just so wild. I mean, we're on our, uh, this is our third year. Oh my goodness. Yeah, 20, 2020, 2021, and this is 2022, our third year. It was, we did demos three years ago. Wow. That's kind of crazy. Man, so much has happened. Uh, you can find Greg under your under the cap of your next bottle of Snapple. He's a Snapple fact, if they still have those. <laughs> Do they still have Snapple facts? I don't know. Probably. Maybe. <laughs> you pop open the Snapple, it's just a picture of me saying, Union, unionize your workplace. <laughs> <laughs> no, you open the cap and he just appears out of the bottle like a genie. <laughs> comes out you get three wishes you know what make it one you know what never mind <laughs> <Don't go to> <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody that's it for today as i like to say collaboration breeds community stay hustling stay hydrated peace <laughs>